he said I was growing out of business because he was growing so fast, <laughs> but mm-hmm. he wasn't collecting properly and his profit mm-hmm. margins weren't where they needed to be. You know, he finally got on the train with that and figured it out. A lot of people go through these different stages where the initial stage is all they care about is sales. And if they have cash in the bank at a given moment, they think they're profitable. That's not how it works, unfortunately. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hi, everyone. It is a great day at Estimate Rocket Radio, and I want to give you all a very warm welcome. My name is Kathleen. I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I'm always joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank, who is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket Radio. Hey, Chris, how are you today? Hey, Kathy, really excited to talk about some really important things today. I know. It is always a pleasure when we have our next guest with us. He is the CEO and founder of Estimate Rocket. His name is Tom DeRost, and he has been a software architect and engineer for over 25 years. And I can tell you from my personal experience that Tom has such a passion for not only designing great software products, but also backing that up with outstanding customer support. And truly, as most of our customers know, it is at a such a high level of customer service that we create raving fans here at Estimate Rocket. We're on part two of managing uncertain times. We're talking about planning cycles. Tom has presented for our vision conference, which included sales and profit planning. So he's got this down. He knows exactly what business owners should be looking at to keep moving their revenue forward, but also their profit forward. And those two are equally important when you're growing your business. So I love that he comes with that accountant mindset to help business owners learn the right ways to grow, the profitable ways to grow. Also, he's giving access to a really neat spreadsheet called What If, and it helps you plan for contingencies, and it does quick calculations to help you understand if certain changes like raising your prices or hiring new people could be profitable for your company. We have a link to that in the show notes, or you could just message us and let us know that's what you're looking for. So let us know if you're interested in that. Hi, Tom. Welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. Hey, Kathy. Great to be here as always. Okay. So we're in part two of managing uncertain times. And we talked about not panicking in the first session. People should go back and listen to that because it's really important that your mindset is where it needs to be because all the other things you need to be doing will be somewhat corrupted by that other influence of fear responses and reflexes. Once you take care of that, we can start talking about what do we need to be doing now? So Tom, as we look into the next year, how far ahead and how often should we be planning our businesses forward? There's a variety of different things we do. When we talk about planning, I would say three months is probably a good benchmark. Uh, That doesn't mean you're not supposed to look at things on a weekly and monthly basis, though. It just means that uh, on a three-month basis, it's a good idea to sit down and reflect on what's going on around you and, and how your performance is, especially in uncertain times. So, Tom, what makes every three months so key and important to look at? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually talk speak to the other really important things, which are, uh, and then I'll get to the three month, but. So uh, like on a weekly basis, 
you really should be looking at, I would say, these four values. You may have more than these, but these four values are uh, what's the value of your currently scheduled work? What's what's how many new leads or estimate requests have you had come in? What's the value of the new estimates that you've created during that period, whether it be a week, uh, weekly is ideal. And what's the value of accepted projects for that week? And then obviously you can look at those on a monthly basis as well uh, to give yourself, again, that running pulse of how things are going and what your, you know, what your forecast looks like for where you're at. Now, these figures will give you a really good pulse on where you're at. And the three-month time frame is really for uh, a value, thinking about and evaluating what's happened over the last three months and taking a look at things uh, not based on what is being on the, is on the news every night for national news, but really looking local, you know, what's affecting you? Because a lot of the, you know, the global thinking is great uh, and important to do, but, you know, you really have to get a picture of what's going on locally in your situation, not some general situation. Hmm. It's interesting in life, the importance of the balance between thinking and action and having some sort of rhythm to all that. Uh, You know, somebody once said that, thinking expands your possibilities, but the more you think, the more you feel lame, you know, you you feel incapable of realizing those possibilities over time. However, action animates and gets you moving, but over time it narrows your horizons. So there's, there's kind of the thinking of saying, okay, let's make sure we're pointed in the right direction going. And we're able to kind of reframe that from time to time because things change, your environment changes, you change, the people around you change. Uh, so how do we adapt to that? Um, but how do we also not get mired in the thinking and the planning so we can keep moving and, and kind of plug away? Uh, it's it's just a very, sometimes a very delicate balance between those things. And so I think that's important. You're actually putting a number to it, you know, a quarterly yeah. rhythm here. That's a great point, Chris. And and uh, really important, especially again, in, in when things are not looking great, if you, if you, stop doing the actions that got you to where you are uh, on a regular basis in a normal, in that normal rhythm, you're going to be in trouble. So it's Mm. not like we want to change and start spending all our time doing nothing but thinking and not, not doing the things that we know we need to do to make our, our businesses thrive. Uh, Then you get in trouble. That's sort of the crawling in a hole because you're you're hearing so much bad news that all you're going to do is sit and think about it instead of going out and doing the things you need Mm. to do day to day. It's those work smarter, harder kind of cycles. You want to work smarter. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to work harder though. And now I, I do think some people fall too much one way or the other. They're like, your whole problem is you just have to spend more time in strategy. Well, it kind of depends. You know, mm-hmm. some people actually need to spend less time in strategy and more time in getting the strategy done. I'm reminded of Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. He always <laughs> has this phrase he uses. And I know it's like, what's Chris going to pull out today? I know. I love Just the saying rock. his love name, though, I, I makes me smile. <laughs> but he says, a hardest worker in the room. You know, and I have to think about that a lot because I see a lot of people working really, really, really hard. And everybody's the hardest worker in the room, you know, in their opinion. But then you're like, well, who's the smartest worker in the room? And then mm-hmm. everybody wants to kind of use that as, okay, I'm the smartest worker. And then, then it comes back to, well, then who's working hardest with the smartest strategy? It's just a constant tweaking and moving <laughs> forward of both of those fronts, I think, consistently and in, in a balanced way. So I don't, uh, that's, that's important stuff it, to think about. That sounds a little like the uh, corollary to when you're being chased by a bear, 
you don't have to be the fastest runner. You just have to not be the slowest runner. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But I think to your point, both of you, um, I think what we're saying here is, you know, you need to be flexible and you need to be able to embrace the thought of adapting to change. Yeah. As painful as that might be sometimes, that's Mm -hmm. always true. We talked about what needs to be happening. You know, what are you keeping your finger on the pulse of, but what items should be prioritized in those specific planning sessions in your opinion, Tom? Um, I think that the most important one to keep in mind in those planning sessions, again, gets back to, it really doesn't matter about what the news is saying and the press is saying uh, about the world. What matters is how does your situation feel? And you have mm-hmm. to be honest. I'm not saying to, you know, pretend nothing's happening, but you have to be honest with yourself. But you really do have to evaluate your situation because mm-hmm. your situation is is going to be different than, frankly, than people in the town next to you and, and certainly in the state being, you know, next to you and mm-hmm. definitely in the country next to you. So global issues do not affect everyone the same way. That's kind of hard to to keep that in perspective because again, how we're inundated with news from all over the world. And, and there's no sense of scale with a lot of mm-hmm. those things. You know, you something terrible happened in St. Louis recently. Of course, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of terrible things that happen in a big city um, consistently, but you, you, you focus on that one thing and you don't realize how small a slice of the pie is, you know, right. what's the population of this city? Um, how often, you know, do things like this happen? What's you, you just kind of, you lose perspective and scale when you just have it all thrown at you constantly, especially mm-hmm. the most outlandish, um, scandalous sort of stories take precedence because everybody's looking for listens and views in, in the news. I think that's, we just don't have perspective. So that's another reason why I bring it back to the in- individual level is saying, what what's the custom plan for you at your location with a healthy sense of perspective of what's going on around you. You can think globally, but you have to act locally and, and make okay, sure that the good. things you're doing are, you know, by your uh, doing what's best for you based on your situation. In terms of the other things in those planning sessions, uh, you need to review your progress to date, just like you should be doing in the best of times. Um, mm-hmm. You should absolutely be reviewing, you know, how you're doing compared to what you, what you were planning on doing. Uh, you need to look for changes in your key values or, uh, or key metrics that are not seasonal impacts. That's one of the things that's really important to bear in mind. Um, sometimes what will happen is people say, oh, man, my sales are dropping off. And it's all because of this recession thing or some other thing or the third thing, you know, the war or whatever it is. And in some cases, that's not the case. In some cases, it's just because this is a slow month for our business. We know it. It happens every single year. It's because, you know, X number, like the end of the summer, last week and two weeks in August, everybody's on vacation. You're not closing any new deals in the end of August because everybody's on vacation. And there's Mm -hmm. other times of the year that are like that too. See, it's it's really uh, powerful uh, and important to be able to, to not just look at how you did this month over last month. It's important to look at this month, this year over this month, last year, mm-hmm. because that will give you a good indicator of, oh yeah, our, our sales always drop between October and November by a little bit. And then they pick up again in December or January or whenever your, you know, your, your business starts picking up again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's not that there aren't things you can do about that. There are things you can do about that, 
that's a different topic, you know, learning how to smooth out your sales cycle uh, so that it, you know, covers the year more evenly is a whole different conversation about marketing and when do you market and when you market heavy, when you not need to market as heavily, those types of conversations. But that's not an uncertain time conversation. That's an every quarter conversation mm-hmm. is to evaluate those things. Now that went into some of the ideas behind the development of Estimate Rocket, not just a shameless plug here, but you know, <laughs> when you're talking about when you're talking about reviewing, you know, what not just how you are we're doing last month, but this month last year, um, that's the types of reports you can pull from software that's keeping track of all those things, right? Now, would you pull that up in Estimate Rocket or more like in QuickBooks? What would just real quick, I'm wondering. I mean, a lot of those things are not easily available in QuickBooks. So things like your new leads coming in, um, the value of your estimates sent out, the value of your proposals accepted, and your scheduled work and its value. Um, mm-hmm. And those are things that we've made very easy to do in a Estimate Rocket because they're really key things. And again, it doesn't, in, in, they're key things to look at in good times and uncertain times. Uh, you should always be aware of those things. Those are sort of the lifeblood of how your business flows. You really want to keep an eye on your profitability as well. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. profit is always important. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure in in uncertain times that your profitability stays where it needs to be. You don't want to start giving things away uh, and become unprofitable because then you know that's going to weaken your company in the long haul. So you've got to you know make adjustments as needed change your strategies a little, marketing strategy maybe a little bit, um, and your approach, um, but you, you definitely have to keep watching your profitability. Don't give all your work away. Now, why, um, why do we have to say that for, Tom? I, there's, I know you always have a really good reason why you put stuff in there. Why, <laughs> why, why is that important to know? You would make the assumption, I think, if you weren't in business, that everybody's doing that already, but there's something there that you're pointing out, I think. Yeah, I think I had, I think I, one of the, um, um, unintended blessings that I've had is that I got my college degree was in, was in accounting Mm -hmm. and, and the fundamentals that that taught me about, you know, reading financial statements and understanding financial statements, understanding business flow uh, really have, have kind of shaped everything I've done from, from a software standpoint. And I take that stuff for granted, you know, Mm -hmm. to me, sale sales is important. A profit is equally, if not more important. And so mm-hmm. I just always think that way. And not everybody does in, in a lot of cases. And we've heard countless, um, you know, countless stories about it. You know, our coach Corwin went through an experience with his contracting company. And he said, I was growing out of business because he was growing so fast, <laughs> but mm-hmm. he wasn't collecting properly. And his profit mm-hmm. margins weren't where they needed to be. And he, right. you know, he finally got on the train with that and figured it out. Uh, and, but, you know, a lot of people it, it, they go through these different stages where the initial stage is all they care about is sales. And if they have cash mm-hmm. in the bank at a, at a given moment, they think they're profitable. That's not how it works, unfortunately. We are right. such simple creatures, aren't we? I mean, it, it happens <laughs> with all of us. You're talking about like money in the bank. I mean, you know, anybody in their personal lives included, you think, oh, I got cash. We're all good. What do you owe versus what do you have? You know, what's your actual... Right you know, expendable income. Um, you know, it, it's just easy right. to lose sight probably too, especially during tough times when you're like, Oh, I got cash. I got So that, that makes a lot of sense what you're saying. And I know you emphasize profit, uh, and your profit margins and not just looking at sales and gross revenue. 
but it's just probably because I'm guessing it's so easy to lose sight of, especially when things get difficult. Very, yeah. very easy to lose sight of. And profit's mm-hmm. a little harder to to keep track of than sales are, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. So it, it really is a key though. You know, as we go through the whole series of planning and goal setting, it gives it gives the company and team a clear focus. It gives them direction and a roadmap. You're also tracking continual progress of the company and the team. One of the things that you'll hear about in uncertain times is major companies that are very profitable, that are laying lots of people off. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a methodology to that in bigger companies, which says, well, we, when times are good, we can't lay people off or we're going to get a real black eye in the, in the public view. Mm-hmm. And, but during uncertain times, they get away with that and they actually use it very, um, very strategically to let people go that aren't their best people. Okay. That are, that are not, you know, that are not necessarily going to be their top performers and doing the best job for the company. Okay. And, so, um, so downturns are a great time to get rid of your C players and your B players. That's right. Get rid of the, get rid of excess baggage where mm-hmm. possible and then get ready for the buildup. So they're mm-hmm. definitely getting ready. It's not that they're going to survive with getting rid of thousands of people. They're going to re-add people most likely, but they're probably going to re-add different people. Okay, got it. Baggage or buildup. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> exactly. interesting. That, that's a good way to define the B players. You've talked about this. Like, which direction are they headed? Right, right. exactly. Or towards the buildup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Very true. You, you've talked before about the what if. I know we've we've offered a what if uh, spreadsheet for people to help them do simple calculations to determine profit and things like that. Is that something that uh, people would find useful in these types of meetings and these quarterly meetings? Yeah, that's a that's another very valuable tool to use just for um, uh, looking at what various changes that you might make to your uh, either your expense or revenue structure, i.e., changing your your selling price uh, of your labor and your materials, uh, or reducing your costs in some way, um, and the effects of adding, you know, adding people to your team or, or reducing people from your team. And it quickly and and very simply gives you uh, by changing, you know, one, anywhere from one to five different values, like your labor rate, your labor cost, um, you know, amount of vacation you're giving, how many hours a week you're billing um, just by changing those elements and the number of team members you have, you can quit very quickly see what your revenue potential is mm-hmm. uh, at the different base after the different changes that you're making and your profitability uh, opportunities are after making you know certain changes without going through and trying to do a you know you can't really do that in your books in your in your quickbooks you can see what the actuals are uh, even an estimate rocket you know we show you what your what your sales are and your profitability is, but we don't have a quick way for you to say, Hey, what if I added 10 people or what if I increased my price by $5 an hour or, mm-hmm. you know, one of a number of uh, variables that are built into it. You know, what if I get a better material price, what are the impacts of that on my business? So yeah, that is a really can be a really handy tool for, for just, you know, quickly seeing what the impact of changes are. 
the what if uh, spreadsheet, uh, if you uh, message in or follow the uh, link in the show notes, uh, you can go ahead and just let us know who you are and we'll send an email you out a link to that uh, spreadsheet so you can uh, have a copy of your own. And that once you get that, it's all yours. It's, uh, it's standalone on your machine. It uh, just requires a Google account. And I know awesome. that our customers who have downloaded such spreadsheets in the past have always said they come back to us and they say how invaluable they are. So I know yeah. people get a lot out of them. That's really cool. Nice. Hmm. Well, cool. Uh, so part two, managing uncertain times. And part three, four, five is coming up. So we're excited about that. Tom, thanks so much for hopping on and giving us the next piece. And excited to talk with you more in the future. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure. Definitely a topic that's near and dear. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. We are such simple creatures, aren't we?